Welcome back to another Sports Fix with me, Ben Cullen. Warren Gatland has announced his coaching team for this summer's Lions Tour to South Africa. Scotland head coach Gregor Townsend will lead the British and Irish Lions attack, with Steve Tandy and Robin McBride also featuring. And Welsh legend Neil Jenkins will embark on his fourth tour as a Lions coach. Following the announcement of his coaches, Gatland emphasised the importance of Six Nations performances in his squad selection. Gatland said the five coaches had put forward over 50 names for selection. There are going to be some quality players who miss out, he said. Gatland's selection may also be hampered if Premiership Rugby does not agree to release players from English clubs in time for warm-up tests. That first game will be against Japan at Murrayfield on the 26th of June, the same day as the Premiership final. Steph Curry has made history by becoming the Golden State Warriors' all-time leading scorer. He did it during his ninth 50-point game of his career in Monday's victory over the Denver Nuggets. Curry, who joined the Warriors as a first-round draft pick back in 2009, scored 53 points in the win. It took him to, get ready, 17,818 points. That surpassed Will Chamberlain's record of 17,783. This is special, Curry said. With Wilt, any time you hear his name, you just assume his record's unreachable. His coach, Steve Kerr, said, What he's doing is ridiculous. Nobody has ever shot the ball like this. It's kind of crazy what he does out there. Hideki Matsuyama held off the field to win the Masters by one stroke at Augusta and became the first Japanese man to claim a major title. He had a four-shot lead heading into the final day, and despite some nervy moments on Sunday, he shot one over 73 to win on 10 under par. I'm really happy. My nerves didn't start on the back nine. It was right from the start until the very last putt. The foundations for his success were laid on Saturday, returning from an hour-long delay for Storms to shoot six under par through his final eight holes. What do you think he did during the hour delay? Well... He went to his car and played games on his phone. Then he delivered a 65 to put him four strokes ahead. How good. I am now pumped to welcome James Hart to the studio. James is a professional footballer for Southern here in Hong Kong and joins us after scoring a double last weekend. How were the two goals last week? Oh, wow. Yeah, last week was good. It's, we started off the game good, but uh, we didn't win in the end. So that sucked, but yeah. it was great. Awesome. Good, man. Well, thank you for coming in today. We've been delighted to have you. Thank you so much. Um, now, before we get into your story, we'd like to do some quick fire questions. We're going to feel you out and cast judgment on you before oh, you start. Geez. Yeah. Oh, jeez. It's okay. No need to be nervous. <laughs> Let's go. Are you ready? Favorite retired footballer of all time? Uh, Alan Shearer. Interesting choice. Early bird or night owl? Early bird. Favourite sport that's not football? Basketball. Okay. Which club do you support in football? Newcastle. What's your pre-game meal? Ooh, uh, Korean barbecue. Korean barbecue? <laughs> <laughs> no one's ever said that before. Do you have a karaoke song? Uh, yes, but it's a Cantonese song. Okay. Can you tell yeah. it what the name is? I would say Ming Ling Kamya. Okay. Um, what's the most goals you've ever scored in a game? Uh, I would say three goals. Three. And how many own goals have you ever scored? 
One. <laughs> one. Oh, well, I uh, won't go too deep into the story, but when I did play football as a young man, one of the last games I ever played in was a semi-final, and we lost 2-1, and I scored both own goals. <laughs> well, that's what they say. A goal's yeah. a goal. Yeah, well, I, I didn't play for longer, much longer <laughs> after that. All right, um, James, can you give us just a brief rundown of, of you know what you do on and off the field? Um, well, on the field, uh, my role is a striker, so uh, I'm usually in charge of attacking, scoring goals. Uh, obviously, it's a team sport where we attack and defend, so I do defensive work as well. And uh, off the pitch, I'm uh, usually at home resting and really preparing my mind for like the games on the weekend. Good man. Um, so you told me a fairly interesting story about how you actually got into football. Can you give us a brief version of that as well? Because it's pretty interesting. Yeah, well, long story short, I was a very naughty kid. And uh, I basically started playing football when I was in primary three. And I was actually um, put to the football team as a punishment for a lot of the naughty things I've done. And um, in hindsight, I think the teacher that punished me was really thinking about, uh, oh, this kid has had too much energy. You know, we need to put him yeah, somewhere. Yeah. And um, yeah, so I started playing football as a punishment and soon it became a my life, you know. I'm not sure there's many people that could say a form of detention turned into their their passion and their, <laughs> their their career. Yeah, pretty cool story. Did you have any football influences? If perhaps you weren't too into football before that, anyone in your family or friends? Well, I'm going back to the uh, quick fire question, which is uh, Alan Shearer is the biggest one. So uh, my uh, western side of the family, they live uh, in Newcastle. Okay. So uh, I went to my first ever live football game in England. And uh, they're seasonal ticket holders, so they're really in the crowd. Yeah, I'm very much into it. So, uh, yeah, I was in tears watching my first game. It was so, uh, such a great atmosphere. Everyone was shouting, yelling the whole game. And uh, Alan Shearer scored a hat-trick that game. I oh, forgot, wow. I forgot who they were playing against. But, yeah, now nah, he's um, definitely a, a big influence on me. What football. age were you? Uh, I would say a bit after that punishment. So maybe like 12. Okay. <laughs> Wonderful, wonderful. Any other Newcastle heroes? I would say Alan Shearer is a big one. Yeah, just Shearer. <laughs> just Alan Shearer. Love it. Okay. And then you came back from that, and were you just even more inspired? Uh, yeah, definitely. It was, it, it was just a very clear difference between playing football in school and uh, playing it professionally, and uh, that became a dream of mine. Awesome. So you saw what the possibility of football could do for you. 100%. And the passion and sweat and the all the players on the pitch who were enjoying the game so much. So you'd go as far as saying that that was life-changing? Definitely. 100%. That's amazing. Yeah. I don't think there's many people yeah. that can say that. It was like such a memorable day. I remember having a big pizza afterwards too. I was so happy I had like half. Yeah. For a young kid, that's a lot of pizza. Yeah, that's a lot of pizza. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's amazing. So then what about your journey from, from that moment to professional football? How did that look? The professional football element kind of came naturally. Uh, it was more of my focus on like being passionate about uh, with football, really loving to play football all the time. So, um, and the professional side kind of came naturally. I started playing in youth systems. Uh, I started playing for Kitchi uh, youth system, played yeah. in some of their reserve games. And uh, I played for a team called Rangers in Hong Kong. And um, yeah, slowly it became a full-time professional thing. I got offered my first contract when I was 17. Nice. So I was playing at the Hong Kong Football Club. And uh, they were in the first, the top division in Hong Kong football at the time. And uh, yeah, halfway through the season, 
kids who recognised me, oh, you used to play in our youth system. Hey, why not just sign with us? You're playing quite well. And uh, yeah, I signed a four-year deal with uh, Kitchi, which was my first ever contract. Okay, congratulations. But I must ask, did they forget about you? Uh, yeah, so I must have not been that good uh, <laughs> when I was in the youth system. But no, they, they always remembered, uh, remembered me and uh, I had a great relationship with Kitchi since I was a, a young kid at the time. It was, it was very, very, a very bright and uh, positive memory in my mind with Kitchi. James, thank you so much for joining us today. We look forward to hearing more from you again next week. Hong Kong, are you ready? This is the hottest ticket in the world right now. Sorry, not sorry. That's all I have to say for this week. Have you heard of the YouTuber Jake Paul? Well, if you have, you may know that he's boxing a retired MMA champion in Ben Askren this weekend. It has gained huge traction online and is an interesting matchup. I'm actually scared to make a prediction as I'm really not sure which way to look at it. Anyway, that is my hottest ticket in the world this week. Have a great weekend, get outside, be active, and I'll see you for your sports fix next week. Big thank you to Ben and join him and his guests every single Friday in the common room. Call